Hi, I'm Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review of a movie surprise for me. It's a 2009 German movie called The Door. You've probably picked up from my other podcast that I am not someone who at the end of the day sits down in front of the TV and starts scrolling for something to watch. I am just not that person. Um, I decided a long time ago I was very busy in the radio world. I was running multiple radio stations. My schedule was changing on a daily basis with remotes and appearances and all that kind of stuff. And I just couldn't, you know, I I had to start deciding what I wanted to watch before I sat down because I didn't have time to spend almost spend 45 minutes scrolling through what's on Netflix or, you know, looking through the channel selector on my cable or whatever. And I started, you know, deciding then that I would decide what I was going to watch before I sat down. And I got to tell you, that makes a more efficient use of your time. I know that's going to be alien to a lot of people, but um, yeah, I just don't scroll and look for stuff. It's just not something I do anymore because, well, I've been a movie buff since I was a kid and I've tried to watch as many movies as possible every year that I've been alive. And I've seen, you know, thousands of movies. I own thousands of movies. Going through a list that people have picked out for me of movies that I might like, you know, I'm going to know about two thirds of them, if not more. And some of the ones I don't know, I probably don't want to know. But anyway, long story short, I'm just not one of those people that go searching into the depths of Amazon or Netflix or whatever looking for those hidden gems that I haven't found. But I do watch some of these YouTube videos from What Culture and other people who will do the top 10 science fiction movies you need to watch or the top 10 genre-bending movies of 2020 that you probably didn't see. And I get movies out of those lists. Those are kind of recommendations from people I kind of trust or reviewers on YouTube and that kind of thing. So this is a, a anomaly for me. I sat down last night, um, make a long story short, I got a free month on Epics, and I wanted to stream War of the Worlds, the TV show that's on Epics. Um, Epics has a new app called Epics Now, where you can stream it on your phone, your tablet, or whatever, but you can't stream on a computer, you can't stream on a TV, and it turns out you can't stream on a PlayStation. And I'm like, okay, I really don't understand. I mean, I'm not one that watches movies on my phone, and and I don't have an iPad at the time or any other kind of uh, pad. Um and I like to stream things on my computer, my TV, and my PlayStation. That's that's where, and those things are not available. So I went into Amazon knowing that they have Epics on there, and I was trying to link this new one-month account with my Epics and Amazon, and you can't really do that because it turns out Epics Now is different than just the regular Epics app. I don't know. Go figure. They're, they're still, this is a new service. And I, I actually had to unsubscribe from their emails yesterday because they sent me two in less than an hour. And I'm like, there's nothing that important on your streaming service that I need to get two emails within an hour of themselves advertising your movies and and shows to watch. But anyway, so I still haven't gotten to watch uh, War of the Worlds except for the first episode, which I did watch on my phone just to see if I wanted to watch the rest of the eight-episode series in the upcoming uh, second season they're going to make. So while I was on Amazon and I was looking to try and and I was deciding, oh, should I just do the Epic's seven-day trial that's on Amazon and start watching that show? Well, let me see what else. And yes, I did scroll through Amazon. And I, and I pulled up a movie. I'm like, oh, wow, this movie is a surprise, and it has Mads Mikkelsen in it. So it was one of those things that down at the bottom it says, if you like this, you might like these other movies. And so I'm scrolling through, and I'm like, yeah, I knew he was in that. I knew it was, oh, what is that? 
The Door. It's a German movie. I'm like, okay, this sounds interesting. Let me pull it up. And basically, I'm going to get into minor spoilers, but I'm going to ask you right now to not watch the trailer. I watched the trailer after I watched the movie because I was going to send it to some friends and go, you need to watch this movie. But the trailer completely gives a lot of plot twists away. You won't know it watching the trailer, but then when the movie comes, you're like, oh, I know what's going to happen. So don't watch the trailer for this 2009 movie. And my, I will keep my spoilers minor so that it's stuff that you can get from reading you know, the, the description of the movie, and you'll find out most of what I talk about in the first 10 minutes. So I'm not going to get too much into the spoilers. But anyway, this is a 2009 German movie that came out and didn't really get a wide release uh, around the world. Um, it made about a half a million dollars. It was nominated for some German film awards like Best Editing, Best Score, and Best Sound Design. That's kind of huge. And um, it's sitting about 63% on Rotten Tomatoes, 67 on IMDb, 87% of Google users like it, so... Okay, I'm not the only one who likes this film. And although the film had maybe a few problems, it was a surprisingly good, deep, uh, at the end, almost philosophical, well, it is philosophical film. Mads Mikkelsen plays an artist. Um, Basically, the gist happens in the first five minutes. Um, His daughter is playing in the yard chasing butterflies. He goes across the street to sleep with a neighbor. While he's sleeping with the neighbor, his daughter falls, trips, falls into their pool, and drowns. He comes back, finds her, it shatters his world. The movie cuts to five years later. He's a broken man. He's trying to get back together with his wife. His wife doesn't want to have anything to do with him because while he was screwing the neighbor, uh, their daughter died, that kind of thing. And he's just really a broken man, tries to kill himself. His best friend tries to help him. And then when he's at his deepest, darkest, he's in the middle of the street and he sees this butterfly, very much like the one his daughter was chasing, and he follows it to this cave. And when he walks through this door in this cave, when he comes out the other side, he's five years in the past on the day that his daughter died. So obviously, this is going to be a movie about if you could go back in time and change things, would you or should you? And... Of course, he does. He saves his daughter, and that 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 now he's got a whole different timeline. But some other things happen, and now he's kind of stuck. Um, I guess living in the past, uh, trying to he dyes his hair because he was five years older, and that kind of thing. So he's trying to fit into this past life, but it's a new life, something he hasn't really experienced because his daughter didn't die. He didn't get a divorce. And so from there, the movie goes in places I didn't expect it to go. I figured it's described as like a sci-fi mystery thriller, and I wouldn't even put sci-fi in it. It's almost more fantasy. It's just the fact that there's this door in the back of their neighborhood that you can go through and you can go five years into your past. And again, would you or even should you? And you can decide. There are things that happen in the movie, and they kind of just you you just watch them. But at the end of the movie, you have all these feelings. You have all these thoughts that, wow, if that was me, would I have? Could I have? Should I have? Um, and that's one of the greatest things about the film. Mads Mikkelsen does a great job. I don't know that I've ever seen him in a bad role. I know that most people discovered him when he was in um, Casino Royale, the James Bond movie, as La Chiffre. 
um, with the bleeding tears. Most people hardly remember that. He had a very famous role of playing Hannibal Lecter on the Hannibal TV series, which I thought he did an amazing job. And I really like his role. As a matter of fact, I've watched several of his Dutch and other movies he's been in uh, because I'm just a fan of his acting. I just think he disappears into roles, and he's great. And this is interesting because he's speaking German, and he's not using that deeper, resonant, more resonant voice he has these days. He's got a very, I love his voice. He was a little higher pitched nine years ago. And I, I, I don't know if that was he was trying to do that with the character or maybe it was because he was speaking German or whatever. But you can tell it's him. But at the beginning, I almost thought it was dubbed because it sounds so different. But it, it, it definitely is him. Um, the director is Anno Saul. I, I honestly don't know what else he's done. Most of the other actors and actresses are German actors who haven't made um, movies outside of Germany, so I can't really speak to, to what other things they've done. But obviously, Mad Mick- Mickelson at the time was building up this massive resume of movies. And I'm sure he picked the script because this is a good thing to act. I mean, he's he's got to do some pretty strange things that you wouldn't find in your typical drama, you know. But the movie does not focus on the time travel, does not t- focus on the cave. It's not about that or why this happens. It's just that he decided to do it and stay there and make a better life, or at least that's what he thought he was doing. And by the end, you will have to decide whether it turned out better or worse than, than what he had before. So this is one of those rare movies that I come across. And like I said, I, I, when I do scroll for something, there's a lot of things that I've already read reviews of or already knew when it came out that it was bad and I'm not going to watch it now just because I'm bored. If I don't find something to watch, I turn it off. And like I said, 90% of the time, I know what I'm going to watch before I even turn a TV on. But this was one of those surprises that I found in Amazon. If you like Mads Mikkelsen, you're going to like this. And, and, and I truly did. I started watching it going, well, I'm not really in the mood for a subtitled movie tonight. I'm not really in the mood for a drama tonight. And it had me riveted to the end. There was not a time I was ever bored or, or thought I wanted to turn it off or anything like that. And by the end of it, I, I can highly recommend it. Like I said, it's got a few uh, issues. I don't think everything comes together quite as well as they had hoped. Um, I would think a more seasoned director might have made a slightly better movie than this is, but it is a very good movie, and and taking nothing away, um, he didn't write the script. It was written by another person, so maybe I don't know how close this was, you know, uh, to his artistic uh, qualities or whatever. But when I finished the movie, I did say that I would love uh, an American remake of this movie if they didn't suck all the soul out of it or you know, what soul there is. Um, it is definitely an interesting story that could be played out uh, in many different ways. Um, and it's a good idea. It's a, it's a really good idea for a movie to, you know, you can travel back five years into your life. Would you, and would you change things? And, and should you? And, and do you think it would be better? And that kind of thing. And so from that aspect, I, it's just one of those movies you get a lot out of by the time it's over. And I don't want to say it's, you know, it's a Pixar movie that's going to have you crying at the end or anything like that. Like I said, it doesn't doesn't fully come together as say a, a you know an Academy Award winning or or a, a, a big a big popular movie does, but it's very interesting. And if you're looking for something to watch that's different, off the beaten path, but not 
it's not so weird you can't understand. You know, it's not weird. It's not artsy. It's just a, a, a solid drama that happens to have this kind of uh, science fiction-y fantasy twist about it. But other than that, it's people, relationships, how they relate to each other, and that kind of thing. And he does at some point try to tell his best friend about this, and people think he's crazy. And obviously, if you told people this, it was. And some of the things that happen are just a little jaw-dropping you don't expect. But overall, The Door, this German movie from 2009, if you if it sounds like, you know, if you've been listening to this going, that sounds pretty interesting, I would check it out. It, it, it's very interesting, and even sometimes when movies aren't an A-plus to me, if they make me think, if they, if they have me, you know, the mind rumbling in the background of, of some of the things and the themes and the, uh, the subject matter that they brought up, if, if that sticks with me later, like I woke up this morning going, I need to do a podcast of that movie because more people need to see it. Um, it's funny, I was talking to a close friend of mine yesterday. We were talking about these movies, like Fatal comes out at the end of the week. And I never have sympathy for characters who cheat on their significant others. Male or female, it doesn't matter. Uh, a lot of these movies, going back to Fatal Attraction and, and Basic Instinct or whatever, if you're if you're not cheating, these situations wouldn't happen, then we wouldn't have a movie. And so this whole movie is kind of predicated on the fact that Mads Mikkelsen went and cheated and his daughter died because of it. Um and so this is one I'll give a pass when I usually go, hi, he deserves what he gets. Um, yeah, he kind of does deserve what he gets because he was. But, you know, given that, it, it was a pretty terrible price he had to pay for, for cheating. Um, and he tries to fix it. And he becomes, a, or hopefully he becomes a better person through this entire experience. And, and you will watch the movie and you will see. So the door it's German. It's available on Amazon, free with Prime. You don't have to rent it or anything. And it's about an hour and a half long, so it's not extremely long. If it sounds like the subject matter you're interested in, give it a shot. And Mads Mikkelsen is always worthy to watch. It was very interesting. And I, I actually, this is one movie I'd say, I'd like to see a, a remake of this. A really good director do something really amazing with this because it's a great story and it's it's fairly well done. It, it, it was surprisingly good. The Door, 2009. Check it out. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rock File. This is another podcast review of which you can find over 240 on my podcasting site, which is on Podbean, but I'm also on Pandora, Spotify, YouTube, you name it. Pretty much any streaming service that carries podcasts, you'll find Rock File's podcast there. So share, like, subscribe. Really appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you.